0: This is the Join Christ Church Podcast, and you are currently listening to our 2020 series on the book of Revelation. We live in very strange, unexpected, and threatening times. The nations continue to rage, the wicked prosper, the righteous suffer, our bodies deteriorate, our hearts grow discouraged day by day, and yet, in all of this, we can still take heart. Because, in the end, for the word, here is Pastor Kevin Soria. So, sa
1: pagkakatong ito, uh, we will be continuing sa atin pong uh, series with regards sa Book of Revelation. And so, may I invite you sa pagkakatong ito uh, that we all together gather around Revelation chapter three. So, we will be continuing sa atin pong uh, we will be continuing sa atin pong series sa seven churches, and for this morning, this will be coming from uh, chapter three, verses one to six. So, kumerem po tayong kopiyang Bible. Uh, Na wapo ay kumitipun natin. Let's make the most of it. But nevertheless, we uh, we will be putting it on our screens. Uh, let me read it for you. Uh, this is from the ESV. And to the angel of the church in Sardis, write the words of him who has the seven Spirits of God and the seven stars I know your works you have the reputation of being alive but you are dead verse 2 wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God remember then what you received and heard keep it and repent if you will not wake up I will come like a thief And you will not know at what hour I will come against you yet you have still a few names in Sardis people who have not soiled their garments and they will walk with me in white for they are worthy the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments and I will never blot his name out of the book of life I will confess his name before my father and before his angels the one who come and before his angels, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So uh, we will eventually be closing in the tapos sa series, natin. but in this uh, moment in time. Uh, once again, we'll be looking for a. Uh, we will be looking at dito naman in yet another church. So we're making another stop again from uh, from what we have started from Revelation chapter two. So kung titikin natin siya on a map, these churches are kumbaga, in sequence according sa so if there would be a messenger that is coming from Patmos, these are the churches along that particular route across Asia Minor. And sa pagkakatong ito, what we'll be diving in is the city of Sardis. Ngayon sa pagkakatong ito, just to give us a little background on Sardis, Sardis used to be a, ja- a great city. And this is actually a capital of a small satrapy in the Persian Empire. And this as if essentially equivalent to a kingdom already however there were uh, moments wherein may mga pagkakataon kung saan uh, they experienced invasions and actually twice sa on yun uh, it has been a big blunder when it comes to the defense of the city kasi ang naging scenario is that in those both cases the guards were asleep they were unprepared with what's to come and somehow, may kita natin that uh, throughout dito sa passage na to, we'll be seeing that same lethargy that is happening dito sa pagkakataong ito, but let's dive in into the word and let's go through what God is speaking to us through dito sa church nato. to and uh, it is interesting again na whenever that uh, we would go into this that God would reveal himself for who he is in the context of what he would like the church to understand and see. So, first off, let's start with verse 1. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. So, let's focus in on him. Ha, paano nga ba ulit? There are two ways or there are two things that God used to describe himself sa, sa ito. And that is first, uh, the seven spirits of God. Now, if we would recall dun sa ating mga Sunday school uh, sessions with Pastor Sani, uh this is something na talagang binusisi natin na doon sa pagkakatang yun. What here here is uh again this is a numerological numerological na exact uh, na ginamit na term to describe the perfection of the spirit of God. Hence the word said eh, na number 7 which in uh, sa pagkakatang yun is an implication of perfection and completion and this sa pagkakatang ito is what he is saying is the words of Jesus who has the seven spirits of god pertaining to the holy spirit. And now sa pagkakataong ito second to that the seven spirits of god and again he's using the number 7 and he's saying that he has the seven stars. Now sa simula kung again kung babalikan natin ito and if you like to refresh these are the things na pinakita na ni Jesus mismo in uh, his great uh, illustration of uh, in this great in this great vision of himself so chapter 1 so seven spirits of god makita natin yon across uh, i think verses 4 to 6 and then seven stars that would be in the second part ng chapter so in the seven stars namang ito this are this is a demonstration or this is a description of the leadership seven stars could pertain to the seven uh, seven messengers seven pastors perhaps but nevertheless, this is a description that all leadership, the completion of the leadership of the church and authority of the church is with God. Now, ito yung question. These are two things that characterizes the church. The fact that the spirit is with the church and God's authority is upon the church. Now, the question is, ano bang meron sa Sardis and why would God reveal himself in this way? This is a very, very basic thing natin. And here, may kita natin, sa pinakasimula pa lang, ito ang matindi if we would see, diretso ka agad si God with the condition of the Church of Sardis. I know your works. And it's not a very good picture. If we would look, you have the reputation of being alive. You have the reputation of being alive, but you
0: are dead.
1: Now, on, what are we to take from this? What are we to have from this? But... Uh, the very fact na if it's Jesus who's saying this to His church, you are dead. You are dead. Within the first verse ng message nito, within the first segment ng message nito, ang din dito is the fact na sinabi sa simula na you have the reputation. You have the reputation. So, there is this idea kung titignan natin dito wherein this church is well known. Perhaps, may isip natin by our standards, this is a church that is active. Siguro, may kita mo posters everywhere. Ay, uh, uh, may kita mo may mga posts kung may mga ano, napaka-active sa, Giova, sa social sa case natin ngayon. Napaka-active sa social media. Uh, lagi mo may binig na ng mga ganito mga ano or ang daming you would, you could already imagine the things that could possibly say that the reputation of something is alive when in actual, patay there could be a big church building, makikita sila kapag lumabas sila at makikita niya ayyan pala yung church of Sardis and you would think that because this is a big church this is, uh, may, kita mo, may mga tao lumalabas pasok may mga tao na ang ginagawa dun sa lugar na yun. and you would say that perhaps this church is alive so imagine the image of here that all of this comes crashing down when Jesus Himself would say, "I know your words. I know what is happening, and you may have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead." Now, if we would consider the let's take perhaps naging napaka well i would not want to take so much of it pero kung titingnan natin siya in comparison ngayon in the scenario that we have as the church now katulad sa pagkakataon natin ito that we cannot physically meet if we are going to distill in all of this kumusta tayo kumusta ikaw kumusta ang iyong family now that after all the activities have been brought down, all the activities have been set aside, since hindi nga tayo makapagtupo all the projects and all the things that are happening in uh, in our church or perhaps to our listeners uh, who are tuning in in your churches. But consider this, uh, consider this rebuke from Jesus. niya sa that akala mo lang, akala nyo lang, that the church is active the church is moving the church is thriving that the church is alive but if we're going to look into the but if i were to be asked you're dead and here when we look at the term dead it does mean dead now there are two things dito na we could consider and we can see this as a clear warning against nga po sa scenario natin we're in nominal Christianity could possibly abound sa mga pagkakataong ito. But we can see and look at this twofold, And that is in one way spiritual hypocrites who pretend to be something that they are not. Ano bang pwede mga examples natin dito, church? Perhaps you can imagine a particular person na laging nakasama sa mga activities, sa mga gawain. Uh, laging kasama sa prayer but perhaps pagdating ngayon sa bahay wherein you are stuck stuck in a way with your family and then makita mo may problema pala tayo dito perhaps you are just going with the outward appearance of being godly and yet there is no proof of that sa iyong personal life so that could be one way a nominal Christian you are being simply put a spiritual hypocrite to pretend to be something that you are actually not and second, it could also be another way. Now perhaps, na sa time dati that you are indeed active, that you are indeed, uh, that you indeed show that you are, that you love God, that you do have a passion for God, but somehow you have grown to a point that you have become indifferent. But that will also be for another church segment. But we can put that as well, as a, as a warning against, if you can, uh, if you are these two things, either you are, pretending to be something, this is actually the more uh, probable thing in this. But also, if you have become to reach the point wherein you are indifferent toward God, then perhaps we could consider that perhaps this is already a nominal Christianity that is going on. Madalas ngayon ang nagiging problema, and if we would go to this, amidst all of this, we thank God, dahil kung titignan natin dito, if this is a dead church, then perhaps Jesus would have nothing to do with it. And yet, we thank God because even in this case, pinapakita niya kung sino siya sa atin, and He knows us truly. We can pretend to other people. We can pretend to the church that we are super spiritual. We can pretend that we are super. Lahat uh, naman pwedeng ano natin. We can put all the. We can put all the suffixes on our names PhD or whatnot, to say that you are indeed knowledgeable about the Bible knowledgeable about scripture Uh, you can attend all the prayer meetings you can attend all the activities of the church you can be taking part in everything but if deep inside you know that you are harboring problems, you are harboring sin that's not going to cut it and so we thank God sapagkat even in that and even in these times, Jesus knows us truly. And second to that, Jesus loves us deeply. Again, we are talking about a church that is essentially dead. No question. There is already no uh, dispute that this church that we're talking about is something that is dead simply because it's already Jesus who said that. And if Jesus is the in- is the full authority in this matter then that is true but nevertheless we see God speaking to the church and Sardis kung sa atin mismo ngayon if we're going to evaluate ang sarili natin with the past few days if we're going to see kung ano ba naging breakdown ng anong mayon, all the all the more now that you have no reason hindi mo pwede maging dahilan or maging uh, may, sabi si Lord, eh, may sabi kay Lord na tambak busy schedule now you have all the time at home. But in all of that, how much of that has been devoted to you seeking God? You can perhaps make the evaluation within, but in regardless in that situation, this remains true. Jesus loves us deeply. And at the same time, even in our doubts, even in our fears, this is Jesus going in in our lives and we can thank God because this is still true that even in moments wherein we are unfaithful even in moments wherein yun nga we are just going through the motions we are pretending but this remains true kahit sa pagkakatong ito and pangatlo Jesus guards us zealously again if we would see sa pagkakatong ito He God does not jump into I, God does not go around the bush kung titingnan natin dito hindi siya naghanap ng kung ano paman, or he did not say anything else other than derecho ka I know what you are doing. I know that you have a reputation that people around you, perhaps the city that you are in, thinks that you are alive, but actually you're dead. This is already a critical situation that they are experiencing, and... We thank God pagkat even in that opportunity, He shows that He is guarding us, He is watching over us, and in these moments kung saan tayo pumapalya or nagkakaraon ng ganitong difficulty, He guards our hearts. So, let us make no mistake because there is indeed still hope. One of the things that we can thank God sa pagkakatong ito is that even in the situation of a church such as Sardis, there is still hope but the church needs to act quickly. Ngayon, kung titingnan natin ito. Again, kung siya natin siya. There are things dito that we should consider and we should keep in mind that God would like us to consider. And dito after God saying that the church is dead, he would make five things or he would uh, he would say five things or recommendations to the church that you ought to move that you ought to move now. That you ought to do something. Pero ito is not in the sense of yet another na natin na kung ano paman. He says first off, ito napaka interesting that he would this that he would eventually transition from saying that you are dead, and now he's saying wake up. And this is again uh, what I would what we could consider as God's grace upon this church. In our vantage point, when we say that you are dead, you are dead. Well, tayong magagawa doon, but in this moment again, we would be re- we should be reminded that what we're talking about here the guy, or the one who gives this message is none other than Jesus Himself. Jesus who is the resurrected one, Jesus who resurrects the dead, Jesus in whom our hope lies, because in Him we have eternal life. And so in this context, he then shifts from saying you are dead into saying wake up church. Ngayon, from this, what else can we think? Let us be careful to be complete in our obedience rather than being careful in our disobedience. One thing that we should also consider sa pagkakataong nito. Ngayon, what else would we consider? Strengthen what remains. So let's wake up let us strengthen what remains and is about to die ngayon what exactly is Jesus saying dito that we are to strengthen what remains again dito may kita lang natin that they, again there is still hope and you should act and you should do something about it for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God I have not found your works complete Ngayon dito again we would yung may usap natin dito is parang a legalistic mentality. Is there something pa ba na kailangan nating gawin? Uh we have this reputation of being alive. The fact that God, that Jesus said that, ibig sabihin perhaps ito by external means nakita ng iba na niisip nila that this is a church that is active. And here we would see for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. So what is Jesus saying dito may hindi pa kayo nagagawa, may parang may kulang pa yung magiging maiisip natin kulang pa or if we would see as we go on may perhaps jesus is saying that you are doing all these things but those are not really the point that is not th- those are not the things that the church ought to consider as priority and sa case natin ngayon let me show you something wherein we should consider on the la- uh, from Kevin DeYoung in his book The Hole in Our Holiness, he says on the last day, God will not acquit us because our good works were good enough but he will look for evidence that our good confession was not holy. It's in this sense that we must be holy Madalas nga ngayon if we would go back sa kaninang exhortation natin that we should consider to be careful sa ating obedience Means the scenario sa atin is that we would go and do all of these things, thinking that this is God's will. God intends na ito manging scenario sa atin, uh, and that is also something that we should consider. If God tells us and this is the will of God uh, that we should go on and disciple, that we should continue to lean in for Him, that we should desire for Him, then that is true. Then that's and we should consider this. But at the same time alongside with this reality sa puso natin, there also exists this reality kung saan napakalaki ng tendency natin to be careful in our disobedience. Kung titingnan natin siya, in the, in, if we're going to apply that into a different in situation, katulad ngayon may kita natin sa mga balita wherein we would see community quarantine, and the church or the government is going to impose measures. Magkita natin napakarami who uh go find workarounds, kung paano magingano. Ah, exempted sa ganito, exempted uh, sa manufacturing. So yung mga companies ngayon na in-to in, manufacturing, nasabi lang nila manufacturing. But actually, ang sinasabi ng government uh, go, manufacturing with regards to supplies, with regards to food. So magkita niyo doon that there would be. Uh, there would be cases kung saan tayo, we would have the tendency to go and find other wings. Now, going back sa pagkakatong ito, there is also this situation kung saan we would see that as long as meron ako nagagawang good works, I'm okay. Again, if you're going to look back, Jesus here says, I have not found your works complete. Ngayon sa pagkakatong ito, I would like us to go in and propose sa atin that one of the things that God and perhaps tito may kita natin that in the context of a church that is alive and yet dead has a reputation of being alive and yet dead, then perhaps there was there are things that tito perhaps hindi lang sinabi sa eh, hindi lang sinabi sa passage that uh, this could either be in terms of persecution or something that uh something that God does not want to dito, But let's consider this one. One of the things kung saan we would see na there is problema problem in churches. I am talking about this is Ian Thomas from The Saving Life of Christ and he would say something like this. I am talking about some Sunday school teachers. I am talking about some pastor in his pulpit. I am talking about some missionary in the field. I am talking about many ordinary, earnest Christians. They are wonderful people. You would love to meet them. They talk all the language of salvation and they mean every word that they say. They are not hypocrites, but they are tired. Many of them desperately tired. They are overwhelmed inwardly with a sense of defeat and frustration and futility and barrenness again and again they have got down by their bedside and cried out to god with tears in their eyes god you know how barren i am you know how empty i am and you know how stale i am and you know it and yet they do not know the answer this is the curse of christendom and this i would like us to dive into this this is what paralyzes the activity of the church of jesus christ on earth today in defiance of God's word, God's mind, God's will, and God's judgment, men and women everywhere are prepared to dedicate to God what God condemns. And what God condemns is the energy of the flesh. There is nothing quite so nauseating or pathetic as the flesh trying to be holy. There is nothing more pathetic. Now, consider this. Again, babalik ulit tayo sa ating naging scenario, Christians today often think holiness as the outgrowth of our activism kung uugatin ulit natin naging scenario kanina for Jesus to say this then ibig sabihin there is something that the church is doing nakala niya, nagagawa niya but in reality, he's missing the point we are missing the point and ito ang naging issue sa atin dito that perhaps we have the opportunity now to look into that when we think of holiness as the outgrowth of our activism and is evidenced by our spiritual disciplines, the problem is we left God out of the equation. One of the things saan nagiging consider, magiging factor dito is how do we measure the health of the church? Is it by the number of people to the gathering? Is it the number of people who join in every Sunday or sa ating mga activities? Is it yung dami ng ating mga mission mission points or kung ano paman yung ating pagiging active with regards to evangelism. Now all of those are true. All of those are needed. All of those are desirable. But nevertheless church, this does not equate to holiness that God also calls us to do. And God reminds us that we are called to be holy because He is holy. But the problem is, napaka, napakalaking tendency ng church ngayon that we leave God out of the equation and we are the only ones who are working. Who are in the outwork of everything that is happening in the church. Ngayon, if we would consider this, then perhaps that is one of the reasons, or that is the main reason, kung bakit here we would see a church that is said to be alive. Kasi ang dami nang ginagawang mission points, ang dami na ganito. You, the people diyan attend nang attend ng mga activities, ang dami nilang mga gawain across the community, nakaka-bless. But at the same time, if you were going to do to look inside and make an autopsy and what is happening dito, the church is in the sight of God is dead. Niyo, let's make an assessment, let's go back. How real is this? How possible could this be that Join Christ Church could be among that? again, ngayon, if we're going to look into what we are having right now kumusta? and the reality of your homes and the reality na ito, hindi tayo but if you would, in the context of you in your relationship with God how honestly can you say that after all this time, akala ko I'm alive because I'm active How real is your relationship with God? When, How uh, how passionate are you in pursuing the life that is holy, that is indeed consecrated and set apart for God? Is that being evidence with the past days that you have? Meron din ako isang conversation with a brother nung isang gabi, wherein yun nga mismo naging issue. This person is uh, active sa church, uh, and then one time nitong nakaraan uh, nagkausap kami and it was a struggle pagdating sa kanyang kap- kasama uh, sa kasama niya na kapatid. Uh kasi since the family is there and there is a tendency sa kanila na hindi na sila nagkakausap hindi na sila nagkakaroon ng pagsasama and then eventually dahil nga busy so yung lapat na yun or yung issue na yun is natabunan na lang and then ngayon he is forced to consider the fact that the that their family ties is not okay. And it's a struggle. Ngayon natitignan niya, na akala ko pwede na yung ganito kasi active naman sa ganito sa church, uh, active naman sa ministry, nakapag-lead sa discipleship, and yet ngayon, God is confronting me with the scenario that there's something that you have left out. Ngayon sa atin ngayon, if we would assess ang ating situation ngayon, after everything that bombards our schedule Nasaan tayo? Where is your heart towards what matters? Do you honestly pursue God in your everyday life? Do you honestly seek and search for God as a deer pants for the water? Because that's exactly what God intends that we would dwell in Him but at the same time the reality that we are to dwell in Him means That we are called to go on being sanctified by him, being made holy. Means and that is something, and I think this is something that the church today should confess, that we are disregarding holiness as part of our lives, as a reality that our Christian life entails. And if if that is absent in you, if that is absent in your family, then perhaps there is a big question mark that we should put on. Maybe you think you're alive. Maybe you think you're awake, but the reality is you're asleep. The reality is, kala mo busy in church, kakala mo busy ikao. But the thing is, you've already left, you've put God out of your schedule already. Leaving activism, leaving the things that you think are godly, but the fact that God Himself you've put out, then we have an issue. And this is something that we should confront up front, church. Could it be that the greatest hindrance to advance to the advancement of the gospel in our day may be in the attempt of the people of God to do the work of God apart from the power of the Spirit of God? Could it be? Kasi kung titingnan natin ngayon, the coronavirus is not really making a kung titingnan natin dito. Here we are, from last week, churches from all across, malaki, maliit, we are finding our ways to preach the gospel. And there is a possibility as a, as a friend pastor, Pastor JP has put out, uh, that pwede pala, that this is a reality, that even in the virtual space, churches can saturate Facebook social media platforms with the gospel. So, even even those things, hindi yun kapigil sa atin. But nevertheless, if we are going to assess ang atin situations ngayon, churches, could it be that this is something that we should look into? If Jesus himself was so concerned with the church of Sardis, that this is the reality sa situation nila, then perhaps we should also look into this because this is a reality that we should ask ourselves. Maybe, perhaps, one of the things, kung saan we are, we fail to indeed advance the gospel in our day, in our lives, in our community, is because we, who are considered His people, who are considered set apart for His work, we are replacing it with something else. We are replacing His power by His Spirit with something else. This is the reason, kung bakit sa simula pa lamang in verse, sa simula pa lang as God. Introduces himself to the church, he would say that he has the seven spirits of God. He's reminding the church, the church to begin with, without the Holy Spirit, you won't be able to do anything. And yet, we would see that this is the reality that is happening in churches today. Napakalaki ng tendency natin that we would go on with our with our fleshly tendencies. Replacing things with strategies and kung ano-ano pa I would not go further into that, but this is a reality that we should consider. And in you, in your personal life, we ought to evaluate this. This is true. Are we replacing the power of the Holy Spirit with something else? Akala mo it may work. But again, if we would be remembering yung kanina, there is nothing more pathetic than the flesh trying to be holy. that is one thing that we should consider that is why Jesus himself after saying all of those kanina that you are to wake up strengthen what is weakened because the things that you are doing are not complete in my sight then he's saying and he's applying that perhaps there's something that you have missed out and dito Jesus exactly tells us that remember then what you received and heard so church question what exactly is that that we have received and heard is that not the gospel perhaps that is something that we ought to consider and remember when you set yourself to seriously pursue holiness you will begin to realize what an awful sinner you are this is what the gospel puts at it and that is why we continue to remind an ating church that we are supposedly to be rooted, because otherwise, if you are not firmly rooted in the gospel, you will soon become discouraged and you will slack off in your pursuit of holiness. And this is what God rem- reminds us sa pagkakataong ito. Again, remember then what you have received. Remember then what you have heard. What exactly, that we, what we have heard, is that something perhaps that did this natin and we're trying to dive in into the bit, into the deeper things. Or perhaps we have cast it aside entirely and thinking that this is something that magagamit natin for missions but it will no longer apply to me. But we are being reminded here that again, why are you saved? How have you been saved? And what have you been saved for? So, if as we continue on what is being asked of us we are called to keep that. Again, as a song goes, yung kinakawit natin, Come Thou Fountain of Every Blessing, the last verse would say, Prone to wonder, Lord, I hear thee, prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord, they and seal it. And right now, we are, being remem- we are being reminded that that gospel that has been entrusted sa atin, that the gospel by which the good news that we have received and by which we have been saved, through which, by our faith, by God's grace, we have been able to receive. That is exactly something that we should keep. And we ought to do so. To preach the gospel to yourself every day. And that means that you continually face up to your own sinfulness and then flee to Jesus through faith in his shed blood and righteous life. One of the big tendencies sa atin, kung babalikan ulit natin yung kanina naging cases, is that we are trying to go on with our life of being a church. And there is a big tendency that we leave God out of it. But if we remind ourselves that in the gospel, again, what we are doing is something that is futile, then we ought to be reminded and refreshed that in all of this, without God, we would not be able to do anything sin. That is why the implication in all of this is that we would be dead. That we are essentially dead. And so, in uh, to counteract that, we are being reminded here, that with which you have received and heard, keep it. Church, let us continue every day. That is why we continue to ask you to continue to seek God whether it be in word, napakaraming paraan kung saan we be able to do this. But better and the best means that we can is that we continue to commune with God in terms of our going and diving in in His revelation in the written word and in our continuous communing with Him in prayer. In all of this, this is what we intend to do, that we continue to remind ourselves again and again and again. It means that you appropriate again by faith. Take note, again by faith, the fact that Jesus fully satisfied the law of God, that He is your propitiation, and that God's holy wrath is no longer directed towards you. Napakalaking kalubagan that after all of this, that you do not really go need to go on with going with your flesh trying to do the things of God that to begin with, that is not something that we are called for because in what we are doing here, we continue to gather not because sa ating kakayanan dito that we are trying to uplift the name of Jesus in in all of this, in our simple attempts bilang mga tao, bilang, more, bilang, bilang mga going on in our daily lives. Trying to go ahead. We are being reminded that as we gather, we are going in and centering in On what God has already done for us, not on what we have done. Not on what we continue to do, but on what Jesus has already done at the cross. That is why we're able to gather yet even today. Because as we celebrate, we continue on in our reminding ourselves that it is in Jesus and in Jesus alone. Whom the church continues to gather and center in. He is enough of our pursuit. And that is true even in the moment that our beings A, and in the moment wherein we were saved and right now in the moment where we are being sanctified for the day that is to come. Remember then what you have heard and received. Keep it and repent. Napakalaking, napakalaking question mark again dito that these things we Even us, ngayon, we would consider this as fundamental. The gospel is fundamental. And yet, we disregard that. Napakalaking aim yung Katulad na gita natin kanina, there is this big tendency for us to put this aside. And so, God is calling us to repent from this. Because if you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. But in terms of our, even nga dito in our repentance, even as a Puritan preacher said before, even the tears of our repentance need to be washed in the blood of Christ the Redeemer. Sa pagkakataong ito, it's not going to be in our fleshly capabilities that we can make a turnaround in this situation. Even here, we need to ask God for help. Even sa pagkakataong ito right now, in your case, in our case ngayon as a gathered church, let us be reminded that in all things it is through Christ and Christ alone because otherwise this is going to be a reality if you will not wake up and this is something that kahit by then even today we should we can consider as uh something na gagamit to remind us if you will not wake up i will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour i will come against you remember kanina ang ating description about sardis kung saan the uh, they had a they had a history of having guards city guards on the walls sleeping at hindi na namalayan na sinusugod na pala sila. and then finally their city is going to be captured that is the same imagery that god is imposing dito sa pagkakataong ito if you will not wake up that is going to happen and you will not know what hour that will ki- that will come you will not know when i will come Now, even ngayon, we could have a lot of questions. Perhaps, is this a sign na end times na? Uh, is this a sign na malapit na talagang dumating si Lord? Ang dami na nangyayari sa atin. Natapos na yung ganito. Nagkaroon ng volcano eruption, etc. and go on. Ito, naka-live video naman tayo. So, you can take my word for it. You can take my word for it. And the answer is, we don't know. Ito tasin, we don't know. You would think that perhaps we get coronavirus because this is the pandemic that we experienced. But then, how many, how many plagues across centuries that that has already happened? How many cases? Kung saan in earth-shattering disasters and tendencies. So, kung tutuusin, if we're going to look into this, we cannot say for certain, and we, that is not our call. Kung okay but nevertheless this remains true that if you will not wake up if you will not be taking heed of anything that I have said dapatin lang ang pagkakataon wherein I will come Jesus says this and di mo na lang let's church join Christ let that not happen sa atin huwag tayo umabot sa pagkakataon wherein we would just find Jesus already in His second coming and tayo asleep. Let that not be true. Ngayon dito, He would continue on in saying, yet you still have a few names in Sardis. Now again, dito kung natin, again, this is an extension of God's grace that even though there are a lot of people who are asleep, who are dead, And yet there are a few and perhaps one of the reasons in the same manner as jesus are as in the same manner as god relented in the time of abraham because lot was still in the city of sodom perhaps that is also the same here but at the same time this could also be an encouragement that even though this is happening even though that you are a church that is essentially dead yet you have still have a few names in sardis this is something that could still be turned around. There are people who have, paano dinoscribe itong few names na to, People who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Again, this is a depiction, not having soiled their garments, hindi nadudumihan. dudumihan, they will walk with me in white, they are worthy. This is a depiction, again, of holiness. And again, this is a reminder sa atin that God's firm foundation stands in 2 Timothy bearing this seal, the Lord knows the words who are His. And it yung description niya sa dalawang ito, both being depicting, ay, both depicting holiness as a reality and as something that is true. Ito sa few names na ito, nasa Sardis. And this will be a call sa atin because these people who have pursued, who have not soiled, again, consider yung statement dito, who have not soiled. Ibig sabihin, there is a possibility that we soil our garments, and these people in, have tried, and have been able to succeed in having their garments not soiled at all. Po ninyo, I hope nag po ninyo, uh, kumbaga, there is an effort that is put into it, that there is a pursuit of holiness that is the entire implication pagdating sa case na to. again babalikuli tayo that you continue to remind yourself of what the gospel entails in your life that you are being reminded of what we are called for that as if we are called by God to be holy because he is holy then this is something that has already happened its mga taong ito sa makapatibayan natin ito sa pagkakataong niyon and what exactly does God promise sa kanila? They will walk with me in white. They are worthy. Hebrews twelve fourteen. It says there: make every effort to be holy, because without holiness, no one, absolutely no one, will see the Lord. So again, church, kapatid, everyone who is listening right now let us, remind, let us remind ourselves dito how is our effort in our pursuit for holiness going? let's make an assessment let's consider everything in light of what has happened in the past few days because this is something that is not simply parang, this is not something that is optional this is something that is a necessity this is something that is part of being a Christian without which I don't know if you are a Christian because without holiness no one will see the Lord if you are not holy who are you to go before a holy God and that is why, again, we have to go back to the gospel because otherwise, ang may isip natin dito is that as we pursue holiness, ay, kailangan kong magbasa, kailangan kong maganito. I would do a lot of checklists and I would need to go through a lot of things na kailangan kong gawin at da- kailangan kong consider na, ay, ang Christian, dapat ganito, hindi umiinom, hindi hindi na in all of those things na natin ano kailangan umakati ng service so it goes into a legalist perspective kung natin dito but that is not the point in this that is why we need to go back to the gospel again what does the gospel tell us there is nothing in us there is nothing in us that will make it work it is by God's grace through us that will only enable and empower us to do this And because it is God's work in our lives and it is also there through that means that we can then pursue holiness that because God has already justified us that Jesus has already justified us before our holy God who is righteously angry against sin that is also the same God who will continue to allow us to make every effort to be holy. So may that be true sa ating church. And may we consider that. Because as we go on in verse 5, the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments. The one who conquers yung lahat ng tendency natin to soil our garments will be clothed in this. And ito, take note, I will never blot out his name. I will never blot his name out of the book of life. katotosin itong tatlong ito na ito you are clothed in white garment ibig sabihin you are declared holy I will never blot your name out of the book of life it entails that your eternal life is indeed secure and I will confess his name before my father he will not say I never knew you go away and then he ends he who was an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, in this particular scenario, let's make an assessment sa atin. First off, is this true? Do you, kung assess natin ang sabihin natin, do you really desire His presence in your life? Are you glad that you are a Christian? din ngayon nagalit sa sinner's prayer because this is something that automatically it brings out. Minsan may isip na lang natin is because na Christian tayo simply because we pray the prayer, and that's it. But without the desire to continue on in our life as Christians, without our desire in pursuing holiness, in, in knowing Him more, and enjoying a, a life that is with Him, kung wala yung mga bagay na yon, then, I'm sorry to say, but that is not Christianity. That is why it is important for us to again reassess ang ating sarili. Do you really desire His presence in your life? Kung sasagutin natin ito ng yes, let's see itong mga nakakaraan. Again, Ito nakaraan, how are we been able to handle yung extra time that we have? Is that in our desire to seek Him more? In another way, do you find scripture to be alive and active? Or, ganun na lang? When was the last time that we have decided and we have resolved that we would go and dive in the word? More than we would do sa balita, more than we would do in social media influencers, more than being sucked down on the relentless and endless scrolling through Facebook and all social media accounts. Dun palang we would seek nasa nasaan ating desires. Is it really on God or is it really on something else? But this is a question that we ought to ask ourselves. Do you find the Word of God to be alive? Something that indeed continues to act on you. Continues to dissect you. Not you dissecting the Word per se. But more on God Himself moving through His scriptures in your life. That is kung paano natin sabi nating active that indeed what you see in the Word is... It convicts you. Is that true sa buhay mo? Napakalaki rin kasi yung tendency ngayon that you would say na nakapag-devotion ka, nakapagbasa ka ng scripture. Ay, oo, nakapagbasa ako ng two, three, two, three chapters a day. Pero, kung titingnan naman versus your life, that is not really happening. The scalpel of the word of God is not really penetrating you, bone and marrow, spirit, flesh, your entirety in who you are. So again, let's assess, do you find scripture to be alive and active? Do you seek to know God more through prayer? How do we approach God with regards to prayer? Minsan, na natin is that we take out the reality that whom we are speaking to again is the great and living Holy God it's interesting that we would be so casual with regards to that. And that we would go and draw back and go into contenting ourselves with prayers of asking for... Now, I'm not saying that we ought not to ask for petitions, but how do we approach this? How do we approach God whenever that we pray? Is it with reverence? Or simply out of need? If that is happening sa atin, that we are just seeking God because may kailangan tayo sa Kanya, then, kapatid, you are missing out on what prayer in its fullness entails. The communication that we have with uh, with the God who holds everything in His hands. Minsan pa nga, scenario is we are so casual that the moment and time na lang na pray tayo is sa pagkain, minsan nakalimutan pa. If I were to ask you, how often do you pray? When do you pray? In what circumstances do you pray? Was there ever a time this past few days that you simply proceed before God being in awe in what He is doing in your life? Was there a moment wherein out of thanksgiving that you proceeded with God regardless of what is happening that you are a God still that we can approach? Is this true? Otherwise, if it's not, then there is something that we should go to God to. Third, are you being conscious in areas in your life that are not are honoring God? And I think this is the one of the great things kung saan naging problem din doon sa church at Sardis. Imagine this, all this time with all the people who are with them, we have no idea kung ganong and that, but regardless, in that, in all of those people that are active and indeed, so that they could have the reputation that they are alive, that they are a church that is fully alive, and not actually dead. Ibig sabihin, not one of those people perhaps have been conscious in what is happening around them. Whether it be yung pastor, whether it be leaders, whether it be members. So again, kung babalikan ulit natin dito, is this something that is true? Is there something that is being confronted sa atin at the personal level? In the context of our family, are you being conscious of areas again in your life that you have not really fully surrendered to God? So perhaps I hope that from these questions, at least from there, we can make a diagnosis kung nasaan tayo. Are we asleep? Are we perhaps no longer really doing the things that God intends for us to do? So at this point, so let's all together close in prayer. Our God, nagpapasalamat kami sapagkat even in moments kung saan We have the reputation, perhaps, O oh God, of being alive. We have this idea that we are going according to your will. But there are things, O oh God, sa buhay po namin, fundamental realities, fundamental truths that we have disregarded. We repent of that, O oh God. Alam niyo po ang nasa puso namin, alam niyo po ang struggles. Perhaps, Panginoon, Panginoon kanina... Malamang sa simula, as we go through Panginoon sa inyong salita, you continuously speak and continue to convict us of particular things sa buhay po namin. Aming paginoon, we lay all of this down at your feet. May it be, O oh God, that as we go on sa buhay po namin, that you would remind us. Allow us, O God, to remember what we have received. What we have heard from the beginning. The gospel that we have received. The good news. That even, O God, in our depravity, even, Panginoon, sa aming Panginoon, uh, makasalanan, Panginoon, na tendency, you died for us. While we were still sinners and it is because of your grace that we are here that your spirit moves because if those things are not true if those things are not reality then perhaps oh God we are missing out thinking that we are alive when in fact are drifting away. We are dead. It's only, O God, by your hand and by your sustenance that we be able to carry on with our lives, honoring and pleasing you, pursuing you in our day. maging totoo sa akin, sa bawat sa sa mga pamilya, Panginoon that is being represented, that is listening and receiving your word. May that be true. We lay everything down at your feet, O God. And may this be something that we ought to consider as we go on in the coming days. Ngayon sa pagkakataong ito, we also remember, namin Panginoon, mga kapatid, perhaps na hindi po ngayon namin pumakasama, we are thankful and we are privileged to have access, Panginoon, and yet there are so many of us who do not there are so many of us Panginoon who might have been affected sa tigil Panginoon sa trabaho people Panginoon who perhaps continue to struggle and definitely Panginoon in this trying time we remember them in prayer continue to guide and sustain them and if we have the means God lead us in how we'll be able to reach out and in the if we have the capability, allow us to do so. We pray as well, O God, for the people around us, sa aming pong mga barangay, uh, sa aming Panginoong siyudad, uh, the people, Panginoon, the LGUs that continues to move. We ask, O God, that you continue to grant them the wisdom, the discernment, Panginoon, to do the right things, to make the right steps, Panginoon, especially in these next few days na napakakritikal nawa nga Panginoon that in all of this that your hand be with them as they continue on and may us Panginoon at mga kapatid po namin allow us to uh, submit Panginoon and obey sa pagkakataong ito what the government prescribes and what the government asks of us nawa Panginoon that in all of this that we be able Panginoon to honor you in our honoring them we pray oh God for those who are afflicted Panginoon ng karamdaman May it be, Panginoon, that in their lives your will be done. If your will, O God, is indeed for them to recover, let that be, so that your name will be glorified, that your move will be indeed seen and put on display for all to see. And for those, Panginoon, who find uh, people, Panginoon, sa kanila pong buhay, mga buhay, who have lost, grant them comfort sa mga ng na mga mahal sa buhay, grant them, o God, your peace. To those Panginoon na kasama Panginoon on the front lines, mga health workers namin, uh, mga doctors, mga nagpo-provide ng pagkain, mga critical services, we ask, O God, that you continue to uh, continue, Panginoon, to protect them, continue to allow them as well, O God, that same wisdom, and may paginoon na sa lahat ng nangyayari sa po namin may we always be reminded that you are the god who holds all things in the same manner katulad dong kanina that you are the god who has the seven spirits who has the seven stars who holds and goes among the seven lampstands this is true even today even panginoon in our reflection even though in this crisis even even in the midst of this crisis you are with us O god and you are in control may we remember that and may we continue to live our lives in response to this reality we thank you for the privilege we thank you for the reminder we thank you for all things that you continue to do and may we carry on with a heart that desires to please you in jesus name
0: Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this message useful as we all together live out our lives as followers of Jesus. For more of our other resources, you can visit our Facebook page or our website at joinchristph.weebly.com